0: To open up today's edition of Oilers Now. It's twelve oh eight in Edmonton. Hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday, the opening day of an HL training camp, though not on the ice today. In a whole a lot of Oilers talk coming up for you. Brought to you is Oilers Now by Digitex. Buy or release your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Brennan Scott, 37 feet away from me, in the main studio in the 630 Jed building. Joan Jett to open. Tell us why. She turns 63 years old today. There you go. 63 years young, Brendan. That's the key. Uh, coming up on uh, today's show, last night, Reed Wilkins had Edmonton Oilers head coach Dave Tippett on Inside Sports. We're going to get to some of those comments in our Oilers now audio vault for direct workwear. And then, 12.35, uh, he did do an availability today. We're not going to uh, rerun the clips. Instead, we're just going to do our own 1v1 interview with Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland. Uh, he will join us today. 105.00. The Provincial Affairs Calmness. Geez, I wonder if David Staples had anything to write about over the course of the last uh, 48 hours. And from the cult of hockey, uh, love them or hate them, and there are those of you out there on both sides of that ledger, which is better than not caring about them at all, uh, David Staples, uh, Cult of Hockey, 135 for Legacy Heating and Cooling, our NHL insider, John Shannon. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us at any time on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780 63 River Cree has multiple dining locations. Uh, like all the casinos in the province right now, you must provide either a uh, Proof of vaccination or conversely, over the last 72 hours, proof of a negative test and ID to enter into the building and you need to be wearing masks when you get there. Uh, they've got Italia, they've got uh, Fat Burger, they've got Tap 25, and they will have live shows coming up again at, in time at the River Creek Resort and Casino. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, 780-496-0063, Ashley Fine Floors Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or Head to ashleyfinefloors.com. So here's the deal. The Oilers uh, put out um, their uh, training camp roster today, and there are some housekeeping items. I'm, again, we're going to, instead of running some of uh, Ken Holland's comments from earlier today, did an availability at about 9-10 today, uh, we'll give you the guts of what was said. Uh, Alex Stalock, uh, distinct possibility the goaltender does not play. Now, he was playing in the beauty league. They've had ongoing... um checkups with Alex during the course of the summer. There's been some challenges around the heart, uh, myocondritis in the par- in the past, which is uh, what knocked him out of the lineup last year at Minnesota before they placed him on waivers. The Oilers claimed him at that time. He never did suit up and play a game for Edmonton. Uh, Ken Holland saying earlier today does not appear as though he'll, uh, as it stands right now, be ready to play this season. Duncan Keith is in quarantine, which would infer that he's gone to the United States, and uh, Ken Holland uh, basically said the Oilers would be, uh, there might be one unvaccinated player. Now, here's where we tell you that the Johnson & Johnson shot is a single shot. So theoretically, if you're a player that wanted to get vaccinated, maybe you uh, delayed, had a difficult decision with, and this is going to be an ongoing storyline to follow, uh, you could theoretically have flown to the United States, got the shot, and then have to quarantine in Canada for 14 days before you're back. Uh, And in Duncan Key's case, he will be expected to be back uh, by a week Friday into edmonton uh to join the Oilers at that time chris russell uh ken holland saying today uh, will be out the first opening days of training camp as well has a little bit of a tweak i believe he said neck uh, a little bit of a challenge there as well this will provide, uh, provide opportunity for a lot of oiler uh especially prospect defensemen and we'll tell you a point blank dimitri samarukov broken jaw so uh Keith and Russell not in early, Sam Marukoff out, and Ken Holland did mention the likes of uh, Broberg and Kesserling, uh, to name a couple that would get uh, some additional, uh, Philip Kemp, some additional time uh, to get going in, uh, in order to training camp. So that's something to monitor as well. And we'll, we'll have a, a more extended conversation coming up, uh, but that's some of the uh, bullet points that uh, Ken hit on today uh, in his... Uh, media availability that he did at nine ten. again he'll join us probably around 12 35 all right our, our top story for legacy heating and cooling whether it's uh heating or cooling you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling we just did it the top story the orders down a few defense but not just dimitri samarukov but also Dustin, duncan keith and chris russell out of the gate Opportunity abound for some guys to uh, to get some additional uh, playing time in preseason. I-, I will tell you, based on what I saw uh, with Philip Broberg, he, he's a tantalizing prospect, but I think he's a ways away for those of you that are wondering how close is this battle going to be for him to make the team. But I'll tell you what we're going to do right now. We're going to go into the Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. And we'll tell you point blank, uh, Dave Tippett on last night with Reid Wilkins on Inside Sports. And he uh, was asked about Philip Broberg and what the expectations are of him.
2: You know, he just has to continue to mature as a, especially as a defenseman. There's, he's played on the big ice his whole life. He's got to go over and get uh, comfortable on the, on the smaller ice surface. There's some things. His skating uh, is very strong. He's, you know, he's a strong player. But there's things that happen a lot quicker than I think they normally do for him over there. So that's an adjustment he's going to have to make. Um, you know, he's he showed some real good. Uh, Clashes and there's some things that uh, that he needs to work on as a young player, especially as a defender. So um, all young players, they come and everybody's anxious to see what they can do and try to uh, get an NHL job. But um, you know, you look at the the two games they played. There's there's some real young guys that are you know they're a few years away from even turning pro. But um, but you know, there's there's some good things. But you can really tell there's there's lots to learn for young players, and um, you know camps like that are very good for it and and we'll you know have a week of camp here with a lot of those young guys and they'll continue the learning process before they go back to their junior
0: team or or um, possibly down to bakersfield all right that is uh evan's head coach last night with reed wilkins who did dave tippett add a little bit more assessment on his feelings heading into this year's training camp it's a pretty interesting comment
2: well, it's exciting to get going. You know, we've had a good week. The rookies worked hard this week, and uh, you know, some some real young kids come in. You can see there's some talent there. There's some guys that it's good to see them back again. Young Broberg come back and uh, is in great shape. So there's some players that are, uh, have been here before that are enthused to get back, and the new guys. It's always good to get good to get a good look at them. You know what happens? You you've done so much planning. You've got everything on paper. Now you got to start getting it on on the ice, and so. Uh, we'll go through some medicals and stuff tomorrow, uh, talk a little bit about um, the theme of camp and, and get our year going, and we get on the ice for the first time on Thursday. So you're excited to get going. You know, we've made some changes to our team and our, and our personnel, so you're excited to see how all the pieces fit. And uh, our players, it's, it's funny that we've had just about our whole team here for two or three weeks now. So uh, they've been skating, they're in good spirits, so looking forward to having a good camp. And one of the uh,
0: things that is different for Dave Tippett this year than in past years is the Oilers have far greater depth at forwards. Obviously, uh, I know that uh, when we might get to some clips in the final hour of the show. Uh, both Zach Hyman and Warren Fogle spoke today, along with uh, Miko Koskinen. Um, the Oilers have a lot more depth at forward. Dave Tippett had these thoughts on the new additions and how it changes the complexion and the makeup of his forward units.
2: I think we are deeper. We have more balance. Like we you know, you talk about McDavid, Drysdale, Nuge. Um, then we have added Hyman, Fogle, you know, Ryan are good solid NHL players, but then players uh Cass has to have a bounce back year for us. We I think he's he's coming in great shape, he's very motivated. I think we'll see see that. We also have to see the progression of our good young players, Poole Arvey, Amamoto, McLeod. I think those guys are ready to take next steps to be real good players in the NHL. So our depth is 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 much greater than we've got tourists who we talked about. We've got Shore. Um, you know, I think Benson is going to push for a job. Perlini is a guy that I've had before, a former first-rounder that's a big guy that can skate. We'll, uh, we'll come in and push for a job. So it's uh, our depth is is at a point now where it's the best, it's the best that I've seen here in the couple of years that I've been here. So hopefully we can spread some of those minutes out. We've got people that are very capable of playing in a lot of different situations. So that depth, I think, will make us a deeper team, allow us um, allow us to be more, play more of a team game. I think you're going to see more games where maybe Connor and Leon don't have to carry the load, but we have a, a real good support system around them.
0: And one final comment coming from Dave Tippett, and it uh, involves Kyle Turris where he's potentially going to
2: play and could end up earning a role. That's the conversations I've had with him this summer. He's put in a great work of summer. He stayed in Edmonton uh, the whole time. He uh, he worked out with our training staff here, um, gained some strength and some weight. And as a an older guy, uh, you know, he's he's pushing. He's doing what he can to make sure that he's comes ready to play and earn a spot. And and that's what uh, Ken and I both talked about at the end of the year. You've got to come back and and find a role in here. And it might be a little different role than than we thought he would have last year. He's going to come back and and try to find a niche for himself and see if we can uh, have a better season than last year. He cares a lot. I mean, he really cares. He's a great teammate, and uh, he's in great shape right now. So hopefully he comes back, and we'll see where it goes. We're going to try him a little bit on right wing. Um, He's got great skill, a great shot. We might be able to find uh, some minutes from there or left wing on the offside. So we're just going to see how it goes in camp, but he's put himself in a great position with being in uh, terrific shape, and he's a very motivated player. We'll see where that goes.
0: All right, that is uh, Edmonton Oilers head coach Dave Tippett Again, he was on last night with the Reed Wilkins Show, Inside Sports. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. couple things to note. Uh, tomorrow, uh, the group is uh, split into. Uh, two separate groups and we'll tell you that uh, in theory there was going to be 36 forwards 18 defensemen and 7 goaltenders invited to training camp for a total of 61 players however we know now that uh, Alex Stalock won't be here and that knocks it down to 60 Sam Marukoff's out for a while that's going to take it down to 59 and uh, Duncan Keith and Chris Russell uh, won't be here to start either so now we're down to 57 several of the Oilers uh, players like Adam Cracknell and Brad Malone that are on AHL Deals. Uh, Vincent DeHarnay would be another one. They are coming to the uh, Yanni Caldas as well. They are coming to uh, main camp. Those guys are all, as an example, on uh, Mateo Gennaro, would be another one, St. Albert product. They're all on uh, American Hockey League deals. They're going to split up into two teams. Uh, The first team's on the ice tomorrow at Rogers Place at 9.30 a.m. until 11. Uh, The second team from 12 to 1.30. We will be back in Rogers Place for the first time hosting a show since March of 2020. So we'll be looking forward to that. So Team B will be on the ice. And I, I only mention the teams because... We already know, based upon who's been, we've been told is going to be on the ice with Team A tomorrow. We got a little index card. Good job by the Oilers' PR staff. But Connor McDavid appears to be centering Zach Hyman and yes, Apoliarvi. If you read between the lines of Team A, so I'm just going to throw this out there. I think many of us expected, uh, thought that uh, maybe to start we could see Hyman with McDavid and Apoliarvi potentially Nugent Hopkins. Uh, with Leon Dreisaitl and Kyler Yamamoto, now that he's signed it back in camp. Uh, I believe we're going to end up seeing Derek Ryan with Fogle and Cassian. And then you're going to have Shore and Archibald flanking uh, Ryan McLeod. That would be my guess in terms of the Oilers' uh, four lines. But again, based on yet uh, what we got this morning around 930 when Jamie Cartmel and Sean May from the Oilers provided us a schedule for the week as well as uh, the little index cards, it certainly does appear as though well, McDavid, Hyman, and Poliari are going to be together. Well, can, it'd be interesting to see where Kyle Turris is going to end up. Uh, how much time is he going to spend at center? I do expect Shore might get games at center as well. You need and the last time I checked, I think you need eight guys that played a minimum of X amount of games for each preseason game. So the Oilers schedule. Uh, The two squads, 9.30 and 12 tomorrow... On Friday, they are both on the ice at the same time. One at the DCA, Downtown Community Arena. One at Rogers Place between 10 and 11. And then from 11 to 12, there's a scrimmage. Same deal on Saturday. Sunday, the group that plays will be on the ice at Rogers Place at 10.15 to 11.15. And then the team will fly at 3 o'clock to go to Calgary. Cam Moon and myself will have that call for you. Uh, 5.30 pregame show. And 7 o'clock puck drop. So that's a, a bit of a rundown, and we'll continue to monitor things. Campbell will join us tomorrow live from Rogers Place in the first hour of the show, and we'll discuss uh, some of the things. Jack Michaels will slide in Friday, and uh, we'll continue to have ongoing coverage of Oilers training camp for you. 12-22 in Edmonton. And when we come back, uh, the one thing we will say, Ken Holland as general manager did not name who the unvacc- who could theoretically be an unvaccinated player for the Oilers this year. There was another general manager who did. Now, different situation because the player is going to miss way fewer games. We'll get to that when we return on NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing when we return on Oilers Now.
2: Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast.
0: Available on Apple Podcasts,
1: Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chad
0: at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. I'm actually going to get a text to uh, Darren, uh, from Darren, who says, Bob, why in the hell would the Oilers have picked up a goaltender with a known heart condition? Uh, well, Darren, my response lab would be at the time that Edmonton was looking for, they they lost Anton Forsberg on waivers. And uh, and then who was the guy from LA that they tried to end up getting? They ended up losing him on waivers. Anyways, during the course of all of this, they ended up picking up Staloc and When it comes to COVID, the situation has been fluid. That's why maybe you can't speak in absolutes. An absolute would be, we're never going to have vaccine passports in Alberta. That would be an absolute when basically every other jurisdiction has them. You know, (laughs) always leave yourself out. I'll give you an example. Like during the Carter Yamamoto negotiations, you know, I could see... A one-year deal, but there could be a two-year deal. It's probably going to be a bridge deal. You never know. Maybe a long, sh- uh, you know, maybe a long-term deal. But he doesn't have arb rights. Always leave yourself. So you know, I, I think when it comes to COVID, we're we're talking about go posts that have moved every uh, step of the way. I don't think there's any debate about that. And uh, you know, I mean, we have people texting the show, and the Ashley Fine Flores text line. I've had individuals text the show that say that, and we're going to have Stu Ballantyne back on tomorrow. Uh, he's the vice president of Rogers Place and Ice District. We're going to walk through the process to get into the building, and as it stands right now, and when the order is initially put out, There are standards. It was proof of vaccination or a negative test in the previous 48 hours. The provincial standard uh, for organizations that are asking for exemptions is proof of vaccination in 72 hours. So I'm going to assume that the orders will be aligned with that at 72 hours. I know that there's individuals out there that don't want anybody that's unvaccinated in the building. So, but again... I think it'd be a little bit critical, you have to look at the timing of the sequence, and I don't think anybody was sure that there would still be a heart challenge for Alex Stalock. like 10 months later. He was playing this summer in the beauty league. All right, without further ado, we go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company, branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house Shop local at ElitePromomarketing.com. Brendan, what's going on? Reigning Calder Trophy winner, Kirill Kaprizov, he's
1: staying in Minnesota on a five-year deal worth $9 million per season. That's not bad for a fifth-round draft pick with just 55 career games to his credit. He had 51 points last year, which was his only in the NHL. 2018's first overall pick, Rasmus Dahlin, signed a three-year $18 million contract extension with Buffalo. 21-year-old has uh, 107 points and 197 career games. They're saying that might be a benchmark. That's $6 million AAV for Quinn Hughes out in Vancouver. We'll see on that front. Meanwhile, St. Louis agreed to a two-year $5.6 million extension with restricted free agent uh, Robert Thomas. 26-year-old Kings netminder Cal Peterson got a three-year deal from the club this morning. That'll pay him $5 million per year. It kicks in in 2022 23. You hinted at this Bob. Tyler Bertuzzi has decided against getting vaccinated and says that he will continue to abide by all the COVID protocols but will not likely be traveling to Canada with the Detroit Red Wings. That was confirmed by GM Steve Iserman earlier today. The uh, Oil Kings wrapping up exhibition play with a home and home series this Friday and Saturday against the Hitmen and the Golden Bears host the Calgary Dinos at the Claire Drake this Friday night.
0: Just so everybody's aware the players get tested that are vaccinated once every three days, and the players that are unvaccinated get tested every day and have significant limitations. And so now there's a big difference between Tyler Bertuzzi playing in the United States. How many times would he come to Canada in a season? Uh, once into Edmonton, Winnipeg, Calgary, Vancouver. So that's a total of four times. Uh and I'm going to assume, is Detroit in the same division as the three Canadian teams, Brendan? I can't, I can't even remember off the top of my head. I'm not really focused on Detroit, but let's just say they are. So he misses 10 games. That would be the worst case scenario. And he'd play the other 72 in the United States. And it has to do with Canadian quarantine rules. Uh, when we come back, Edmonton Oilers general manager, Ken Holland, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.